0: Welcome to the Colchester Garden Festival podcast, brought to you by In Colchester and Our Colchester, and hosted by me, Lee Connolly, the Skinny jean Gardener. The Colchester Garden Festival runs from the 21st of July to the 22nd of August, and as part of the festival, we have these four part podcasts to enjoy on the walk and trails into town. Plus, there's school gardens over by the Mercury Theatre where I'll be hosting my very own show on the 31st of July. There's sow and grow sessions throughout the whole month, and there's so much more. Find out more at uk forward slash garden festival. Welcome to the podcast. And welcome everyone to the Colchester Garden Festival podcast. Like I just said, my name is Lee Conley, the skinny jean gardener. And as a Colchester resident, it's an absolute pleasure to be able to create these four incredible podcasts. That's right, there's four in this series to join you on your walk into town to see what the Colchester Garden Festival has to offer. Now, my name is Lee. The skinny Jean gardener, and you may have seen me before on programs such as BBC Blue Peter, uh, BBC Teach, even Sunday Branch, and a little stint on The Gadget Show. Yeah, sure. Uh, but today, I have the absolute pleasure to be creating these podcasts where there are four different trails into town for you to be able to enjoy. Now, you can get your trail maps on the website and from certain places around town as well. So if you're joined by the family or friends, then there's questions on there for you to be able to answer. Now, this is the Old Heath Trail podcast where there's a little interview that comes along the way. And also, there's a little piece from my daughter, Olive, where I asked for her top tip in gardening and some of them. quite interesting. Plus, I'll give you a little idea from my How to Get Kids Gardening book because there are some books up for grabs for people that make it to the end of the trail. Now, let me run through the Old Heath Trail really quickly for you and tell you what you'll be seeing along the way. This trail starts in Bourne Valley, right at the bottom of the dip Uh, Near Butterfly Barns, you'll be able to see the signs posted. It goes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, ending in number 6 in town. Now, right at the bottom of Bourne Valley is something that I'm actually really interested in because it's an area that I never knew existed before lockdown and i've been living around this area for quite a few years so it's absolutely incredible that we've got this woodland space that no one knows about so if you are going to go and do the trail with friends and family take a little bit of time because as we go along there are a few spaces where we can explore chill out sit down and Bourne valley is one of them so this is our starting point as we walk into town uh, there's also questions along the way. Uh, the question for this one is What insect can you see written closely to the entrance of Bourne Valley? All the answers, like I say, are on the website. As you walk up the hill, you're going to find the wreck an incredible open space with a park if you're with the kids to pop by and enjoy too. And so much open space for ball games. Plus, we have a little activity on the trail that you can do too walking up that way you'll find st john's orthodox church one of the biggest boldest churches you can find on your way from old heath coming back down the hill towards town you'll see the incredible boxes that have been planted up by our colchester bringing some beautiful color to our town and what an amazing way to welcome people in with those flowers in those boxes then you'll find your way through town into culver square where do you remember there used to be that pond in the middle i remember it like a little pond do you you, am i too old now maybe you've not seen it before but in my younger youth there was a little pond in the middle of culver square they're doing loads in there all about pollinators and i implore you to go and explore and see what they are uh, telling you about pollinators because they are so important To our world. Look after the bees is the biggest thing. And as you walk through Culver Square, you'll head to the final point over by the Mercury Theatre, where you'll find the incredible school gardens done by primary schools from around Colchester Town. There, if you take a photo, you'll be able to enter it onto the social medias with the hashtag, hashtag colchester garden festival make sure you tag me the skinny jean gardener and in colchester and you could be in for a chance of winning a book it takes about 25 to half hour uh, to get into town from the start of the old heath trail that's a lovely little walk and please do check out Bourne valley have a bit of time around the wreck some great open spaces, which I really think sometimes we just take for granted. So go and enjoy them. And like I say, go check out them incredible school gardens, which the schools have created. They put in so much hard work to make them happen. Now, as a podcaster of six years now, my podcast, the Teacher Parent Garden Club podcast, uh, has had so many interesting people on the show. And when it first started back in 2017, I had some incredible people from Colchester town uh, come on the show. And the first person that I want to revisit some vintage audio for you to listen to on your way in is Steve from Best Days Vintage. He's a great pal of mine and runs an incredible vintage clothing and music shop in town. Plattengate. I think it's the ninth best coffee in Colchester from there. But Steve joined me on one of my first episodes on the podcast. And I wanted to share, probably, I'm going to put it out there, my favorite interview I've ever done. And I've done around 500 plus podcasts now. And this has to be one of my best interviews that I've enjoyed. So, I thought I'd share it with you. (music) Yo, so I'm here with Steve from Best Days. I'm in the Skinny Jean Gardener garden, just chilling in the sun. What's up, Steve?
1: Uh, enjoying the sunshine. Actually, I'm re- regretting the fact that I'm wearing a jumper. But yeah, when I w- when I left this morning, it was pretty cold, so I wasn't really pre- prepared for all this nice weather. That's
0: it. So like proper like DJ voices right now. Yeah. This is like I'm not it all. We we'll just we'll just do it all yeah we're just no editing this it's gonna be like a chilled out conversation about gardening gardening if we can yep but I like gardening do
1: you want to expand yeah I never thought in a million years I'd ever be into gardening but as I've got older I've kind of become my a bit of a passion of mine really and without one to get all emotional it was you and Dale who kind of got me into it the other one yeah um <laughs> becoming friends with you guys and seeing what you guys got up to it kind of made me think you know what i like a piece of that i'd like to give it a go and see what i could do and at the same time i moved into a new build house which was effectively a few slabs and nothing else a bit of dirt yeah and that's about three years ago so i've slowly but surely kind of built up my little garden it's not very big but it's a little it's what I'm into really is what I do it's how I get away from my missus and get away from work and have a beer after work and go outside and faff faff? <laughs>
0: yeah it's exa- exactly what I do I faff that's what all gardeners do just faff about <laughs> yeah just pretend they're doing something to keep away
1: yeah I started off uh, growing my lawn and I didn't have a lawnmower so I had to use a big pair of scissors sure, sure. <laughs> um, and then I invested in a little pushy um, lawnmower because I didn't want to pay for electric Cool. So, yeah, twice a week I get out there and I push me lawnmower up on my four square metre bit of grass. Nice. Yeah. That's a good man. I, I don't know the words, names of the plants. That's my only thing. You don't need it's to. If you,
0: as long as they're growing well. Yeah. You, I, you know you know me. I don't try and learn all the fancy it's, names for them. I
1: really want to, but my mum knows them all and she spouts it all off, but I... Pfft, goes out in one ear out the other yeah, yeah, yeah stick it in the dirt and see what happens that's water a lot yeah, yeah, yeah i don't sing to it though <laughs> I haven't done it's that meant far. to help
0: and that's rubbish and give them like a little shake shake yeah, yeah really i don't know i'm not sure about that well um like growing food gonna... i tried i tried last year
1: i think you guys because um i um, i got a veg truck um and you guys gave me some seeds and he got me up and running. Yeah. And I had some courgettes. I tried some chilies and I tried what else was in there? God I can't even remember now. But the the dog ate the courgettes. He jumped up and pulled them off and it's unusual. Them.
0: It's an unusual um, yeah. he liked treat. The,
1: he liked the length. <laughs> he likes eating poo, so I think I suspect that he was um it was just... a similar shape. <laughs> Uh, and I had the chilies. We used them. That was cool. Yeah. yeah but I, 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 if I'm honest, I like the prettiness of them. I like... I'm really growing stuff because I like to look at it rather than because I want to eat it. Yeah, yeah. I know I should be more... My dad is. My dad's getting really into it now. He's got a little bit. He's got potatoes growing. He's got some carrots. He's got some parsnips. He's got some... Brussels sprouts, I think, as well, and they're really, they're yeah. just starting to come through now. So that's good. every time I go to his house, I'll have a little look, see what's going on.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with not not growing for food. I suppose it's just you and, want to have a garden that's for like more socialising and.
1: Yeah, I mean, family I, time. sometimes I feel like I should like when I listen to your podcast, I feel like I something I should be getting into. But
0: yeah, I mate, mean, it's very inspiring. So yeah, inspiring. <laughs> I don't,
1: I don't ever do anything you see, but you know, I like to going my own way I've got like a lovely tree that's my pride and joy yeah it's like a little blossom tree
0: type thing nice one yeah. of my favorites
1: yeah I like them Um so I, I make sure that's nice and watered, and I like to look at that and I make my girlfriend come to the come outside and we I show all the things what's happened I got I, I've got something I bought from um Wilkinson you like to say that yeah of course yeah I bought something from Wilkinson's and um I'm not entirely sure what it was, but I stuck that in, and that's starting to sprout. But you don't know what so it I is. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> it's just a thing I bought. It was only cheap, so I stuck that in. Oh, that'll
0: be interesting to find out what happens. Yeah,
1: I like that, though. I've got a honeysuckle. I know that's the name. Yep. And my um, other mate, Henry, who's a gardener, he's helped me kind of, like, train it. Well, he said me had to tell me what to do, to train it, like, left. Rather than keep going up, it's training it along the wall. Yeah, nice. So I'm trying that at the moment, to kind of, like, train that along to cover up a bit of the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like looking at that. that. That worried me for a while. I've got to say, I, <laughs> I had a sleepless night over that because it started. It looked like it was dying. Right. But we're okay. You'll be pleased to know.
0: We'll get some pictures out.
1: Yeah, I'll take a picture for sure. you. Sure. Show peeps. But my main, uh, the biggest thing I have the problem with, is, again, it's Malone. Yeah. Having a dog, he's forever. I'm trying to stuck on. Don't like him doing it really, but he keeps going for the old gypsy's kiss outside, (laughs) and I've got loads of little acid marks from his urine, and I'm trying to battle it all the time. I'm forever watering it and like reseeding it. Yeah. So that's that's the one challenge I have that I can't seem to win.
0: That seems to be like quite a big thing with people with pets and stuff trying to get the grass sorted. And trying to keep it green because of the acid in there. Yeah, it's a real big.
1: It's a real big. It's a problem. I, I, last winter I let the dog go out just over the winter because it wasn't really in the garden very much. So he went out there and destroyed it. Yeah. Over the winter, and it looked like it looked like no man's land between two trenches. In <laughs> <War I. laughs> it was it was bad. Yeah. And I never thought I. It took all last from about March last year until June July. It took me to get the grass back. Which I did, so this year I didn't want to make the same mistake. So I've been taking it out on the field quite a lot instead. Yeah. And like we got grass out, a like communal grass, yeah. so I let him ruin that instead. Sure, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like like you say, it's watering down the grass once you've gone for a wheel or gone for a, a toilet, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. But also digging sides. I have. A, I did like a search about it, and it's like just giving them like their own area to dig up. So like having like a barked area in like the corner of the garden. Like some sand or something, so just dig there rather or teach them to dig there rather than in the lawn. In the lawn,
1: yeah, he does he's done that as well a few times. He's got as he's got older, he's only young, but as he's got older he's not doing it as much anymore, thanks. Yeah. God. But yeah, I've heard that before and I've heard that you can put something in the water bowl.
0: Yeah, that's it, yeah, I can't remember what they're called now. Something yeah. There is something fancy you can put in the water bowl, or you can put I
1: was thinking about getting some gaffer tape and just gaffer tape around his legs. <laughs> or well, yeah. we wouldn't recommend <laughs> no
0: we can't say that's uh, com- as allowed I, yeah, I won't do that no yeah. <laughs> if anyone's everyone from RCP are yeah, <laughs> listening
1: no I love him I'm not going to do that I'm not going to hurt him he's my favourite he's my boy but I wish he wouldn't do that yeah sure yeah. and my girlfriend as well she does it sometimes <laughs> I she won't listen
0: to this right no she <laughs> definitely won't be listening to this <laughs> yeah. so yeah no yeah dogs seem to be like uh, a you either astroturf your grass or you just have to try and look after it. there's no other way of I have a friend who's done that as well and
1: it cost her thousands but she said it was one of the best things she did because her dog was just digging digging just everywhere but I like the idea you know I like it's nice to have
0: something growing isn't it rather Mm -hmm. than something
1: even grass I still look at yeah watching
0: grass grow yeah if not what you're going to do with your lawnmower
1: well, it's got to be rusty because I haven't really protected it. So, but it was only cheap. So, go back to the scissors. <laughs> sure. <laughs> there you go, only hands and knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another oh. another issue that I've had is um, slugs. Eating. I'm, again, I don't know what the names are, but I've got like a shaded a shaded border. Yeah. And so, I've put, um, some like specially shady plants in there. The sure. Technical term. Sure, sure. And I've had big issues with slugs, like having a nice old feast on my big leaves
0: yeah yeah i i did a show the other day about um well gardening obviously and slugs is always like something that's always brought up like everyone's well especially mine as well get attacked by slugs all the time it's like a nightmare it's just coming up with ideas different ideas to get rid of them because i
1: again because of the dog again i can't i don't want to put any pellets down yeah because of him so I've, I sometimes I'm going on my on hands and knees hunting in the where they were I think sure. they are like trying to find them and I yeah. find two or three at a time and I throw them over my neighbour's garden. Sure, sure. Again, I'll I always advise think, that. <laughs> again, I don't think they're listening. No. <laughs>
0: um, I've, I've, I've come up with I have come up with a few different ideas. One was like a beer trap, which is quite handy. So you put um, so a little dish of beer, and probably not ideal with Dexter running around because he'll probably drink it all but they all come congregate to um, there. Yep. Or get a bit drunk, and then you can get rid of them that, in that way. Yep, sure. Or chuck um, eggshells around your plants, because they don't like it going over their tummy. Oh, really? So you yeah, just crush up some eggshells. Yeah. Or coffee grounds as well. It's pretty good for it. Okay. They won't like that. Or copper. Put If you've got like something in a, um, in a pot, put some copper around the top of it. That stops them They don't like copper
1: Oh cool actually
0: Yeah Not a couple of ideas No yeah The eggshells Or a brick Put a brick somewhere A little bit of a shaded area Yeah And they all sort of Oh they go to it Yeah because can... it's nice and damp and stuff yeah. And then you then chuck them over Next to neighbours Oh that's so <laughs> what it is yeah. <laughs> I see. you going to say
1: Smash them on the head
0: Yeah I wouldn't Yeah Someone no, said don't. Chuck salt on them no, Not salt That's not very nice. No we don't, we don't want to do that I don't, It's not their fault No
1: I don't blame them personally.
0: They're wildlife too, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or try and make... Oh, another good idea. Hedgehogs. Try and get hedgehogs into your garden. Oh, you all... they how eat them. Make like a hedgehog home. How would you do that? Well, you can check out the www.youtube.com <laughs> forward slash Gingin gardeners and there's a... Okay. Thing, I'm sure you've already checked it, it out. Does it be... Is it... Do you need a big space? Not really. You just need like garden. a... You know like a plastic box? Yep. Like... Not, not a massive box, yeah. cut a hole out in it, cut a few air vents out in it, and cover it up with um, something that's going to protect it from the rain, chuck loads of leaves, Just in, like a corner of the garden up against the fence, and uh, you'll hopefully get some hedgehogs. I've got a walled garden, that's my main problem, I don't know how they're going to get in. Yeah, you've got no chance if it's walled garden. <laughs> so
1: I can make a step ladder?
0: Unless you catch a hedgehog. I don't recommend this, actually. Yeah, Catch don't. one and keep it in the garden forever. Yeah. Traf like it. a pet. I don't recommend that. There you go. Thanks to Steve 2017. I wonder what his garden looks like now. Go and ask him. Pop into Best Days Vintage and do say hello to the team and ask Steve how his garden is. Now, as also part of this podcast, I want to tell you a few ideas that you can do with the family, in your own space. And as part of my How To Get Kids Gardening book, which is available right now, but also available for you to win if you make it to the end of the trail, it is packed full of great ideas that you can do with the kids. And one of my biggest things for children's garden has to be grow your own. And the best way to start your own, grow your own experience, is what I call a mini washing up bowl allotment. And it really is as simple as that. For a couple of pounds, you can get a washing up bowl, drill some holes in the bottom for drainage, fill it with some peat-free compost and then go to your local garden centre and grab a couple of plants like a tomato plant, a pepper plant and then maybe a little run of salad seeds down the side. And right there, you've got a little allotment that you can use outside your back door. Now, the hardest thing as a parent is to just watch those plants slowly wilt and die away. But I think it's really important, sure, remind the kids to go and water them, but it's important that they take full responsibility for them. And the more responsible they become while they grow, the more they're going to care about their plants. So, there you go. A really easy way to get growing your own. There's going to be more ideas on the other podcast, so if you are going to do the other trails, or just fancy listening to the podcasts, then please do head over to them ones for more great ideas. Now, I sat down with my daughter, Olive, who I've been gardening with since she was two months old, and I asked her for some of her top tips about gardening. I had no idea what she was going to say, and these little top tips are unedited and... I mean taken with a pinch of salt is, is is all I'm gonna say. How to plant a seed. First top tip. When you get the seed, you get the seed and you get the seed and put it in the mud. And then you put all the soil over it and then pour some water. And once you've done that, you wait for a couple of days or a few weeks or a few months or one month, and then your flower or other flower or plant, or if you're growing a tree, um, will grow. And then that will how be your plant. There we go. Maybe the future Charlie Demick or Alan Titchmarsh there. I I don't know if Olive actually wants to do that. Maybe the future Skinny Jean Garden. Maybe she can take over from me. Who knows? With tips like that, then um, you know, it's it's, it's possible you may see her on the stage very soon. Uh, there is so much to see at this year's Culture to Garden Festival, including my So Grow dance sessions that are happening throughout the whole of the month there's three different sessions from the mercury theater first sight and also lion walk where myself and maybe sometimes olive will be behind the decks and also sowing and growing for absolute free so if you want to come and grow some plants then make sure you check out the website to find out the exact times that I will be at those locations. That's it from the Old Heath Trail. I hope you enjoyed it and enjoy your walk back. Think of the good that you've done for your fitness, for the environment, and just for general parking. And and really, let's be honest, uh, (laughs) thank you so much for uh, doing this trail. And I really do hope you enjoyed the whole culture garden festival we would love to hear from you and remember get a picture outside those school gardens near the jumbo and you can get your hands on a how to get kids gardening book i hope that some of these podcasts some of the things that you see in town inspire you to get home and become a gardener no matter what space you've got whether you're lucky enough to have a lot of grass in the garden or maybe you've got a small balcony or even just a windowsill we can all be gardeners in our own special way and of course it's going to help the environment by us looking after wildlife looking after the bees and growing our own food it's the best way and the most exciting way to feed ourselves and our children so i hope that this festival has inspired you to do that like i said please enjoy the other podcasts on the culture to garden festival podcast everybody uh, and enjoy the rest of your summer thank you for listening you've been listening to the culture to garden festival podcast remember there's three more other podcasts that you can listen to this year as you walk into town and perhaps next time bring some family and friends along the way to enjoy the trail and answer the questions where you can win a How to Get Kids Gardening book. There's so much to see this year at Colchester Garden Festival and if you see any of it, take a snap and make sure you pop onto social media with the hashtag, hashtag, Colchester Garden Festival. With thanks to InColchester and OurColchester, remember, the website for all the information on this year's activities is inculture.co.uk forward slash garden dash festival my name's been Lee Conley the skinny jean gardener thanks for listening and see you very soon